You're listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. Phone lines are open now, so call to get in queue at 619-924-9726. That's 619-924-9726. Call now to speak with your guide to Conscious Heart Connection. And now your host, Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Good evening, everyone, and welcome. What an amazing week this has been. It has challenged a lot of people. Are you one of those people that has been feeling challenged? Oh, my goodness. Well, welcome. I am Eileen, the Heart Healer, and it is my joy to share this time with you on Sunday evenings. And... Just to throw this out there, I am toying with the idea of starting um, a new endeavor. I'm not sure um, where I'm going to be doing it, but stay tuned. Um, I have been intuitively guided to start a video podcast on Ho'oponopono. And it will have an interview format for people that are using Ho'oponopono in their day-to-day lives and what their experiences have been. I've never done anything like this before, so we shall see what this looks like. So I'm still researching when and where, what kind of platform to do it on, and Um, so we shall see what that looks like, but anyway, before I go into our topic tonight, which is, can we heal our inner child? I want to just remind you that, um, on Tuesday this week on the 14th, we're doing our monthly new moon clearing process to get you ready for the new moon, which is coming up on... When is the new moon? The new moon is coming up on March 21st. So you're actually getting a whole bunch of extra days um, to continue listening to the clearing meditation that I offer each month. And of course, if you're a member of our Heart Healers Ho'oponopono membership community, you get access to it 
indefinitely, 24-7. I upload it into the membership site. But for um, our general membership, our general people that register for this uh, experience, this meditation, you will have access to it from some point on Tuesday when I get it up on the website until the 21st. And so I'm thinking the new moon is on the equinox this month, which means that the new moon this month is going to be very potent. So if you've not registered for this clearing meditation, this would be a really good time to consider doing that. And it, there is no fee involved. This is a monthly complimentary uh, offering. And the link to register, if you've not done so before, is in the show description. And it is, um, it is a bit.ly link, bit.ly forward slash new moon clearing process. But you can just click on the link in the show description. There's also a page on my website that offers you information about it where you can also register from there. And the website is Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com. And it's on one of the pages there. It's pretty visible, whether you're on your phone or on a uh, another type of technical device. So can we heal our inner child? Well, the, it's a good question. And I think we all have uh, challenges with our inner child, but... I wanted to share that there are two aspects to the inner child that hopefully you're aware of, and if you're not, um, that this will open an interesting perspective for you. And why this is coming up for me this week is because I am in the middle of a four-week offering called Four Weeks to Love, and we're doing it every Sunday this month. It's a small group of people intentionally because it's all about conscious heart connection and about um, uh, my brain, conscious heart connection and our relationship with our inner child as it relates to childhood trauma, but also as it relates to Ho'oponopono. So the inner child as we, as we think of it in Ho'oponopono, is in charge of the subconscious mind. Self-identity through Ho'oponopono, which is the updated version of the ancient version of Ho'oponopono, which is the ancient problem-solving process, is, is comprised of the connection to our divine creator, the superconscious mind, the conscious mind, and the subconscious mind. And the psychology of the mind has the, the superconscious mind as the father, the conscious mind as the mother, the subconscious mind as the inner child. And so these are very integral parts of the updated version of Ho'oponopono. So when we think of the inner child as it relates to Ho'oponopono, we we are, we are being asked, if we choose to do Ho'oponopono, to develop a very intimate relationship with our inner child. 
Because that aspect of who we are has been dealing with the cause of our problems, memories replaying from the subconscious mind, for eons upon eons upon eons since the beginning of creation. And so we can, once we establish a rapport with that part of us, we can ask our inner child to assist us in doing our Ho'oponopono cleaning. Because the inner child in this context doesn't sleep, doesn't take a vacation, doesn't take a nap, right? It's there 24-7 available to us. E. Haleakala Hulen, my Ho'oponopono teacher, would say, our relationship with the inner child is our most significant relationship. And it is because we can ask for help for the cleaning or with the cleaning from this part of who we are. The more we initiate the cleaning of problems, the more peace we experience. The more right situations, right circumstances, right people, right money, right jobs, right everything shows up in our lives with a lot more grace and ease than it would have otherwise. Now, our inner child that's us as children, what we experienced as a child, that's a different uh, dynamic. It's a different relationship. Most of the time, what I've found through all the years of doing the work that I've done, and it's almost 30 years now, and that doesn't include the 50 years of being in nursing and dealing with people in general. You know, being in relationship with people when they're at their absolute most challenging selves. And what I've noticed is that when we get triggered as an adult, it's not the adult most of the time that's being triggered. It's our inner child who is the one that experienced our traumas, right? We're not the child anymore. We're the adult. But the child who experienced those traumas is still holding on to them unless you've healed it, unless you've cleared that energy, unless you've been able to bring them into your heart, right? Not always an easy task, but one that is so worth all of the time, effort, and energy that you take to accomplish it. And so our reactivity, if you can imagine, is your child, your inner child that had trauma that's being triggered by the experience that you're currently having. Which is why sometimes we ask ourselves, why am I reacting like this? This is not this big a deal. It just seems to be an, an out of character or an inordinate amount of emotion that's coming up for what we're intellectually observing or experiencing. But emotions are not logical, right? They just aren't. They're valuable parts of the human construct. They help, to, they help us to define um, uh, where we are in an experience. But the truth is we really 
don't know the all of what the cause of our problems are. And our emotions just let us know that we're having a problem. Or they help us to know that we're happy, that we're elated, that we're in passion, that we're in a, in a state of satisfaction, right? That we're in love or we're experiencing love. Emotions are energetic, um, shall we say, pieces of information that help us to define the experience. They're not good, bad, right, wrong, but we do judge them by the way they feel. And if they feel uncomfortable, they're a really low vibration. And if we can look at them, these emotions that we have just as energy, then we wouldn't attach to them in the same way. And we'd be able to move through them with whatever tools we use to help us to clear that energy. And so years ago, in answer to the question, can we heal inner child issues? Yes, you absolutely can. And one of the ways that I offer this to clients is with what's called an inner child integration process. And because I was doing that with my group today, it's very present in my mind, which is why I was guided to talk about it tonight with you. And it's a very special process of connecting with the inner child and that has had this trauma. And, and if we've had traumas, multiple traumas at multiple ages, it can be done with every age of our children, our inner children, that have had trauma. And ultimately, after this process is complete, we bring them into our hearts where they will live until we are no longer in our human body. And so it's a very powerful process and one that if it is, that it speaks to you, that you would like to experience it, you can always reach out to me. There's a link to schedule a complimentary heart healer session where you can ask questions about it. And that's in the show description as well. And that's what I have to share about can we heal our inner child? And I believe we definitely can. And you can also attempt to use um, just Ho'oponopono and see how that works for you. And I'll give you a cleaning statement that you can consider, and that would be to whatever memories are in me that are the cause of my childhood trauma on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just I love you or just thank you repeatedly. And if there's a specific age that that trauma was experienced, you can add that to your cleaning statement and be as specific as you feel guided to. All right. Okay. So um, we have one person in the queue if that, that has not raised their hand. If you would like a, a live reading on air, please press one on your phone and that will show up in my studio that you are wanting to have a reading. And so we're going to start now with Jay, who is calling in from Canada. So good evening, Jay, and welcome. Hey there. Thanks so much for taking my call, Eileen. 
Always my joy, Jay. Always my joy. So you loved the topic for tonight. What would you like to talk about as far as that's concerned? I just wondered, the, the inner child um, is is almost like a, something like a, a a reckless emotional person, another person inside of us that can control us at some time, even when we're adults. So how do we know when we're doing the clearing process that something has um, been, we're pinpointing that issue that's causing our maybe our emotional inner child issues to come out? What would be some, I would just say, uh, signs that we're making or making progress? Making progress. I, I think yeah. it, it it is largely um, about how you feel, right? It's mm-hmm. it's being being that witness or that observer of who you're being in your relationships. If there are certain relationships that have been a trigger for you. Like, you know, I've talked about my relationship with my mom a lot on this show. And that was a huge trigger for me from my childhood trauma that involved her. And what I found after I started doing Ho'oponopono with specific intention to heal my relationship with my mom, it wasn't specifically about a specific incident of trauma it was more about healing my relationship with my mom. And so my, my success was all about how we were in relationship with each other, how she was behaving and how I was behaving. And the more peace that I experienced, the more she was loving versus... Um, abusive and disruptive and whatever else was going on with her at the time, the more I knew it was working because I wasn't changing anything else. Does that make sense to you, Jay? Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So if there is a specific um, person or grouping of people like family or whatever whatever grouping of people if if that's a relevant way of languaging it for you that that are a source of uh, triggers for you right if you when you start doing the ka'oponopono if as time passes you notice you're triggered less their behavior changes those are sure-fired ways of recognizing that, quote-unquote, it's working, right? And, and I don't think of the inner child as, as a reckless, how did you language that? A reckless, um, yeah. emotional person inside of us. I, I don't okay. think of them as that. I, our, our inner child that is being reactive is wounded, they're not reckless. They're wounded. And like any wounded animal or wounded person, they react when they're in pain. And when we're triggered by something or that part of us is triggered by something that someone has said or something that someone has done, or for many people that have PTSD, it could be a smell or a sound that can trigger trauma, right? 
it's right. it's when we it's when we're not reacting to these things in the same way that we recognize that we're doing better and really this part of us just wants to be loved and that's why the end of the integration process the inner child integration process that I was that I received is all about bringing that that part of us into our hearts so that they can be nestled in our heart centers surrounded by love right and in that space the reactivity is non-existent because they're no longer feeling separate from or apart from out in the ethers somewhere disconnected from all of the love that's in our hearts. Make sense? It makes sense. Um, You brought up something, actually. Um, I have a question about, and Mm -hmm. that is that sometimes you can go through a situation that we think it's not triggering us, but if we go down deep down, it's hidden in our body somewhere. We we receive it somewhere, not knowing that that it, was, it triggered something in our body somewhere, or, or, or but we didn't emotionally react to that at that time when it mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, I don't know what you call that would it be. Um, I'm not sure what to call that, but 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 would would that be um, uh, to use hono pono pono is to clear up something that we don't we don't have a recollection of, or we didn't think that would maybe uh, maybe it's buried in our subconscious somewhere in our body uh, to 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 resolve things like that. Absolutely, absolutely, and I'll explain why. There's a there's a really good explanation why. When when okay. when you think about whatever a problem is, whether it's physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, it's a social system, it's a weather pattern, it's war, it doesn't matter what it is, right? Everything can be cleaned. We can initiate the cleaning of the problem from anything, right? And so everything that we experience in the human realm based on Ho'oponopono is memories replaying from our own subconscious mind and we are experiencing them either as a problem or an inspiration. And so anything on the physical realm based on Ho'oponopono, all of our physical symptoms are mirroring the problem replaying in our own subconscious mind. So every cell has its own subconscious mind, its own connection to divine creator, its own superconscious mind, its own conscious mind. And it is always mirroring what's going on in our own minds. And so when we do Ho'oponopono for a physical symptom whether we know what the memory or trauma is that's being triggered or not, because we don't need to know what it is specifically in order for Ho'oponopono to be effective in cleaning it. And so whether we know it or not, we still are initiating the cleaning of the memories replaying from our own subconscious mind. And as Divine Creator transmutes those memories from our own subconscious mind, they're simultaneously transmuted 
from the mind of the cell. Because in Ho'oponopono, the cell is perfect. It's the mind of the cell where the problem lies. Mind Make of the sense? cell. Yeah, the no, mind, mind of the of cell. cell. What do you mean by that? The consciousness the mind or the, of the emotion? Cell. Okay. So the emotion, the trauma, is a memory mm-hmm. replaying from our own subconscious mind. Yeah. Okay? That, this is what Ho'oponopono mm-hmm. tells us. If that trauma triggers a physical symptom, but it's connected to the trauma, right? The cell is mirroring the mind because each cell has the same components of self-identity that our minds do. So the mind, self-identity, is made up of our connection to divine creator, our connection to the superconscious mind, our connection to the conscious mind, and our connection to the subconscious mind. And so when... We develop a symptom physically based on Ho'oponopono. It is the mind of the cell because the cell, every cell in the body, has a, an aspect of the divine creator, an aspect of the consci- superconscious mind, conscious mind, and subconscious mind. So when we want to address a physical symptom, we are initiating the cleaning of the memories in our subconscious mind that are the cause for it, and as they're transmuted from the subconscious mind, they're simultaneously transmuted from the subconscious mind of the cell because they mirror each other. Better? Okay. Yeah. Does that make more sense? Yes, no? That makes more sense. Yeah, it makes more sense. Okay, okay. Because, okay. because when Ihaliakalahu Len would talk about that mind-body connection, that's how he explained it, right? We know that the symptoms we experience on the physical realm, because we're all energy, are always going to be connected to an emotion, to a thought, to a belief, as well as to a physical sensation. And so when we want to heal something on the physical layer, it helps to know that it means that the energy is disrupted it could be, um, it could be uh, a, a tear in the field. It could be any number of things. But the underlying cause for how the energy field looks and how we feel in the physical layer is all about the memories replaying, whether they're an emotion, whether they're a thought or a belief. It matters not. And the goal here is to just have divine creator transmute it all so that we can heal. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes? Yes, I do. Yeah. Okay. You know, I do have a good question about this, actually. Okay. And, and it, 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 because how do we become, because I feel like our bodies are like garbage collectors of things. <laughs> like, you, you know, like I said, stuff that really doesn't, uh, taking it personally, stuff that we should not take personally. And mm-hmm. I just wondered, how do we become more resilient um, to that? Besides using okay. Ho'oponopono, because to, to, we don't, 
I think I feel like you know uh Honoponopo is like um uh, soap if you want to clean if you want to talk about that <laughs> to clean clean ourselves of the garbage mm-hmm. that's we attracted to ourselves uh involuntarily or voluntarily mm-hmm. um is there any ways to other ways to um prevent that from happening or do we actually use Honoponopono on a regular basis just to clean ourselves and and not be um concern where it came from, but just knowing and having faith that this process does work. Yes. That, that's ultimately okay. the goal, right? But another way that makes it easier for the Ho'oponopono to work is to not judge any of it, right? Not, not make it bad, not make it wrong. And just whenever we have in that present moment awareness the consciousness that something is not okay that in the moment we're aware something doesn't feel good that we make a loving choice in that moment to either engage with it or clean on it and the more we just clean on it the more we keep we keep cleaning in general so that we're less and less reactive period because being that everything is energy in this reality because that's what quantum physics tells us, right? It doesn't matter how solid something looks. It's really energy just vibrating at a very um, low frequency when it's really dense or solid appearing to us. And it's vibrating at a very high frequency if it isn't dense, like color or sound or air exchange, right? But it's all energy. And as such... We're like walking energy fields that have antennae all over the place. And we're always picking up on everyone and everything around us. It's just the nature of of what it is to be human in this dimension. So if we just accept it as being part of the experience without judging it as good, bad, right, wrong, and keep choosing to be in the present moment the best that we can, and be aware that if something triggers us, that we then have an opportunity to either address it with a different cleaning tool or use Ho'oponopono in that moment to initiate the cleaning of whatever it is that doesn't feel good without judging it. And that will keep us in a much more balanced state. It keeps us more in alignment with our soul's purpose for being here because without all of that stuff triggering us, right, what we end up having is a more peaceful, more loving relationship with ourselves. Therefore, we're always making more loving choices. Does does that make sense, Jay? Yeah, I hope. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah, it does. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let me go to our next caller. Hang in there. You know, we don't have a lot of uh, people calling in the queue, so hang in there. And if you want to talk more, we can certainly do that, okay? Sure. Uh, Yeah, I'm grateful for that because I do have some more questions that come up. I'm grateful for the conversation so far. Perfect. Always my joy to have you on the show. All right. Hold on one second. I'm going to put you back in the queue. Thank you, Jay. All right. 
Okay, we're going to go to our next caller. Thank you for being so patient. Hold on one second. I need to play with my studio here. Hold on. Okay, so we're we're going to speak to someone calling from area code 718. Good evening. And may I have your first name and where you're calling from? Ryan Ford, Staten Island. Hi, Ryan. I know you, Ryan. Okay, (laughs) hold on a second. Let me get you in here. Staten Island. Ryan, how are you? (laughs) I'm doing good. Yeah? What's going on with you and your world today? Well, I just want to ask two things. What's going on for me in the forecast for the rest of the month? Okay. And what was your other question? I'm supposed to, because I did an application for Autism Networking um, uh, Academy, because I want to be able to go to Washington, D.C. in person, and I really hope my summer doesn't doesn't get ruined. If Well, I really hope I make history of, of meeting lawmakers and and um, making history by uh, giving people what they want in the college settings, and you know, being and being in Washington D.C. for ten days, uh, July tenth through the ninth, through the nineteenth. And um, I was hoping, you know, well, what's going on for me for the rest of the month? And okay. Okay, let me see what I can. Let me see what I can uh, bring through for you, Ryan. Um, just kind of breathe into your heart center for me and and Got relax it. a little bit. Yeah, good, mm-hmm. good. All right. So let's see what we can share with Ryan about what's coming up for him for the rest of this beautiful month of March. Mm-hmm. I want to say to you that. This is this is a good month for you. That it's a, a relatively easy month. Um, towards the 21st, around the the uh, spring equinox, there's there's going to be something special that feels like it's going to happen in your little world. Um, I don't know if it's a new friendship coming in or what, but that's a week that some some really nice joy is coming your way. Um, and that's what that's what's mostly coming in for me for you. You you feel when I connect in with you, Ryan, that you're really doing well. Um, I don't sense any major challenges right now, which is good. I'm grateful for you for that. And I want to mm-hmm. say that I keep sensing that your meeting that's coming up in April. Is, is going to go well. I keep feeling like that's going to go well. Mm-hmm. As far as this application, um, hmm, hold on one second. Let me just do one thing in the studio real fast. Okay. Um, as far as this application for this trip to Washington, um so I'm just kind of asking, is there anything that I can share with you about that? Does that feel like it's going to happen? You know, Ryan, it feels like that's a very strong possibility that your application will be accepted 
and you will have this experience of going to Washington. I don't feel, yeah, I don't feel anything negative about it. So that feels really, that feels really good as well. You're in a good phase right now, you know, keep staying in there. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. Ryan, you're welcome. We are always grateful when you call in, honey. You have a good rest of your evening, okay? All right. All right, honey. Thank you. All right. Okay, we have another person in the queue. Hold on one second. Let me just get to write this down. Okay. So we're going to speak to our caller from area code 434. Good evening. Would you share with us your first name and where you're calling from? My name is Khalil. I'm calling from Charlottesville, Virginia. Okay. Khalil, how are you this evening? I'm doing okay. Yeah? What's going on with you? How can I be of support to you tonight? Hey, I was wondering um, when I... um, Sorry, when I uh, go when I go to New York, will I enjoy myself or will I have some anxiety? When are you planning to travel? June. Okay. Okay, hold on a second. So just breathe into your heart for me, Khalil. <clears throat> Let's see. What can we offer Khalil about his trip to New York in June? Well, I'm personally feeling a whole hell of a lot of angst connecting in with this. So is this something that you're really frightened about or very nervous about? I'm not very frightened, but I'm a little nervous because I'm going with my mom. She's not a bad person or anything. I just, you know, I, um... I just, um, sorry, sorry for, I'm studying on my words. Um, you're not, honey, you're doing, um, you're, listen to me, you're doing just fine. Your words are perfect. I, just, I really would like to, you know, sometimes I, when I like go on trips, I usually like to go without her, and I like her mm-hmm. to go on her trip alone, too. But, you know, I just, um, afraid something might go wrong, but I'm just okay. hoping that nothing goes wrong. Okay. Um, I don't get a sense one way or the other, Khalil, whether something will or won't go wrong. To be honest with you, I can't get past the feeling that I'm picking up from you about being anxious about going, right? So what I would invite you to do is to really focus on clearing that energy. You can use the Ho'oponopono to help you with that. A cleaning statement you might consider is to whatever memories are in me that are the cause for my fear of something going wrong during this trip with my mom to New York on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just I love you. Or just thank you. Right? Thank you. You're welcome, Khalil. And I would say that phrase as often as you can. And anytime you feel that angst coming up, right, or you have the thoughts about it, 
clean on that as well. Just say whatever these thoughts are about this trip with my mom. I love you. I love you. I love you. Or I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Until it passes. And ideally, you'll notice in time that you'll feel less and less anxious about it. Another way of languaging the statement can be to whatever memories are in me that limit my trip to New York with my mom from being joyful on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And what that does is it literally will clear the path between where you are now and going on the trip. So you can use Ho'oponopono as a proactive tool to to clear a pathway to where you want to be and the way you want to be in it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Okay. And you can always listen to the replay of the show if if you want to get these statements or you want to listen to this again. Don't worry about it. Just, you know, go back into the Heart Healer Radio Network, listen to the replay. It's available almost immediately when the show is finished. Okay? Okay. All right. Is there anything else that I can do to support you tonight, Khalil? Um, Also, I have to, sometimes I have a hard time trusting people. Right. Like uh, there was this one... uh, I when I'm bumping the things or stuff like that, like I, I was at um I was at Harris Teeter. Um what and is I was that? I was what is that? It's a store. Okay, See, I'm on the east coast, I'm in Virginia. Um Yeah, I am too. I'm in Florida, but I'm not familiar with this store. Oh, Go ahead. Oh, okay. And um basically I met a, a manager named Jerry. I was a little mm-hmm. nervous of her. And I didn't want her to I, I'm hoping I can trust her, in, you know, if I need help or something, or if I uh-huh. work there, or either, or either if I um, if I need help with something, I'm hoping mm-hmm. she's not going to do anything to me, like lie on me or anything like that. So, trusting people when it's difficult to trust people in general, there is an innate or a trust issue with you and you. Right. And that's really where you want to address the problem. Right. Because having problems show up with us, show up for us in our relationships with other people is a mirror for us to be able to see how we're doing in our relationship with ourselves. Right. So really, that's what you want to focus on, Khalil, is you, and you can use the Ho'oponopono to clean on that, you know, to whatever memories are yeah. in me that are the cause of me having a challenge trusting myself and other people. Yeah, and I have to realize not everybody's bad. Not everybody's going to burn you. Correct. I have to realize that. But the truth is that not everybody's good either. At the right. core, everybody's love. But that doesn't mean that their human expression is going to be loving. Right. right? And so being able to trust your inner knowing, trust your senses of what's going on around you, that's probably one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself. Because right. if it doesn't feel right to you, probably it isn't for you. Okay. But, but learning how to be discerning and trusting that, that's a, that's a process. 
It takes time and conscious intention and focus. But it's doable. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'm so grateful that you called in. Thank you so much. Welcome. Thank you. You're welcome, honey, and good luck with your trip in June, and good luck you. with your self-trust. I'm surrounding you with some love, okay? Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. You are very worthy and welcome, Khalil. Thanks so much for calling in. Blessings, honey. Thank you. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. Well, we're going to go back to Jay and hang out with Jay for a few more minutes until the end of our show tonight. All right, Jay, you're back on the air. What else is coming up for you tonight? <laughs> We're going to call this the Jay the... Show. <laughs> no, no, no. It's Eileen, Eileen Show. No, it's perfect, though. <laughs> no, honey, I'm grateful that you're here. You always do bring an interesting perspective to whatever I'm sharing, and I love your questions. I really do. So what else is coming up for you tonight that we can chat about for a few more minutes? Sure. And regarding the inner child, is that um, uh, we were talking about time and and using the honohomophono to basically crack open the egg of the inner child, what's going on. But well, my my question regarding the inner child is that um, does it see when I think of the inner child again, I don't think it's like a raging consciousness, but I feel that. It has to do some with some part of our, I don't know, reptilian brain. I think sometimes that that causes mm-hmm. us to trigger inner child, maybe trauma, that uh, we don't know where it came from, identify okay. where it came from. Mm-hmm. So when we use honoponopono, um, and if we and we find clarity of where it was sourced from, would that process go quick more quickly because we get um, instead of like judging or questioning where it came from, is that we f- we're focused on on that. <laughs> if you trying to get where I'm getting at, is that we're I focused do. on. Yeah, yeah. And we, I get, get, it. we get through the process more more quickly. Is that? Yeah, yeah. and I don't think so. I I think no. that one of the beauties of Ho'oponopono is that you don't need to know what it is. You don't need to know whether it's from your reptilian mind, if that's what you want to call it. You don't need to know yeah. if it's specific to when you were three years old, if it was an actual um, childhood trauma. You don't need to know if you know that something happened because of your behaviors. And a psychologist has told you or a therapist has told you, well, looks like you had some trauma at a young age, right? You don't need to know what the trauma was in order for Ho'oponopono to to effectively um, work on the underlying or root cause of it. So, no, you do not need to know what it is in order for Ho'oponopono to work or to work more quickly. You really don't. Mm. The only thing that I've experienced and that really makes sense to me that is of benefit is that this adage, the more you initiate the cleaning – the more quickly you see the benefit. So if you're going to say a cleaning statement once a week versus you're going to say it in the morning before you open your eyes, you're going to say it at night before you go to bed, you may say it a few more times during the day, all on one specific issue, 
you're going to see a shift in how you are feeling that says to you, quote, it's working, end quote, much more quickly. Make sense? Mm, Makes sense. Yeah. So really it's a matter of the more we clean, the more peace we experience. Whether we're cleaning on something specific or not, it doesn't matter. It's just because there's always something to clean on. Because like you said, we're this big energy field and we're picking stuff up from everywhere and we don't know whether it's coming from a building we walked through or from our ancestors, you know, or from an actual experience that we had. We really don't know where all of these memories are replaying from or where we're experiencing them from. And with Ho'oponopono, the beauty of it is we don't have to know. And that, to me, is one of the greatest gifts of it. Not only is it simple, it's easy to do, it's very powerful. Mm, Okay. Okay? And is there specific cleaning statements for different types of trauma uh, that no. the inner child has no no not that I know of you can create a cleaning statement for everything and anything who would also use a statement besides the one that I shared tonight which mm-hmm. is basically the uh, to whatever memories are in me that are the cause for fill in the blank with the problem on any and all levels that I am to atone for, I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, or just I love you, or just thank you repeatedly. But what Hulen, Ihaliakala Hulen, who was who's so known for the work that he did at Hawaii State Hospital with the criminally insane unit there, right? What he shared was that he sat in the office that they gave him with the patient chart. He never did client sessions with them. He didn't sit in on staff meetings about them. He only read what was in their charts and kept asking himself, what is going on in me that I am experiencing? For example, this person committed murder or this person committed some other type of felony that they were being incarcerated for, right? Not incarcerated, but in in the criminally insane unit because they didn't have the mental faculties to stand trial for their crime that they were accused of. And that's all he did. And what he would do is if while he was cleaning on what the cause of uh, what he was experiencing that was in him that was the cause for this man committing murder, right? He would, he would see how he was feeling, what he intuited, what his thoughts were, everything that he connected to while he was in that experience of it, he would keep cleaning on all of it until there was nothing left to clean on, which is why in a little over four years, the unit was closed. Because the severity of everyone's dis-ease was so significantly diminished, some people actually went to prison because they committed, you know, they admitted their crimes. Mm-hmm. Other people were able to be 
transferred to less severe um, uh, places within the um, the mental health hospital, you know, the Hawaii State Hospital. And so there's nothing that this won't work for in time. Did that answer your question? Time. Time, yes. Time. <laughs> and that's really what it is. And time's an illusion. So it's really a matter of stay the course, be consistent. The more consistent, the more often that we do the cleaning, the more we reap the benefit. For me, with the situation with my mom and my childhood PTSD, that was in two weeks or so, I started feeling a sense of peace. In four months, I noticed a complete change in my mother. It was subtle over the four months. But when she ever said, you know, how much she loved all of us that was in, in, in her new apartment, it, it was so clear that would not have happened but for me doing the Ho'oponopono. Right, so it will take whatever time it needs to take. It's God time. It's it's not ego time, right? So you just keep doing it. And you'll notice in time. In our membership community, in the Heart Healers Ho'oponopono membership community, I think a very common thread through most of the members that, that I've heard from everyone is that after two, three weeks, something like that, when they start really being consistent with their Ho'oponopono practice, what happens is they start feeling more peace, just like I did, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. that is something that, that people can look forward to, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, sir? I like that statement. I got to write it down, and I'll fill in the blank for maybe stuff I'm going to and start. I haven't done... Upon 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 about two weeks. Okay. So I got to back up again. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I made and, a commitment. When it's, yeah. Yeah. Think about the things that you really are wanting to focus on. Right. The job is probably yeah. a good thing to start focusing on. Right. And see how yeah. doors open. How the energy lifts for that. So really, what you want to do is you want to clean on anything that limits you from finding your ideal job, whatever that is. And you, and you can clean before you talk to people, if you're going for an interview, before you complete an online interview, you know, to whatever memories in me that limit the success of this online application on any and all levels that I am to atone for, I love you, etc. Right, hmm. to whatever memories are in me that limit me from finding my absolute ideal job, and you have to know what that is, have it in mind on any and all levels that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you, et cetera. Yes. That's what I would invite you to start with. Okay? Okay. Awesome. All right. Jay, thank you so much for your wonderful questions tonight. It's been a pleasure. I'm grateful for the conversations, as usual. So uh, many blessings. And also, um, we like your, uh, your energy and also your love that you put into the show and helping other people. On their journey. Thank you, sweet man. Thank you. I'm very grateful. Oh, our, we have another person. Hold on a second. Thank you, Jay. Blessing. Okay. All right. I'll be right with you. Hold on a second. <clears throat> Where's my stuff here? Okay. Hold on. 
Alrighty, so we're going to talk to our caller from area code 303. Would you share with us your first name and where you're calling from, please? Hi, Eileen. I decided to jump in at the very last minute. This is Allison okay. in Florida. Say again your first you name. Can... I'm sorry. Allison in Florida. Oh, hi, Allison. How are you tonight? Hi. Well, you know, I was really enjoying the conversation. I'm outside walking, and I was just really enjoying the listening. And I thought, you know, I'm going to call because I'm going to, I'm going to hit number one because I have a birthday on Wednesday. Ah, oh, happy I'm almost a, birthday. It's almost here. And um, I was thinking uh, about two questions in the back of my mind. Okay. So I don't have a preference. So I'm going to let you decide which one, <laughs> which one you like. <laughs> the burden's on you. Oh, gee, thanks so much. (laughs) No pressure, but no pressure. Seriously, no pressure. Definitely not. Okay. Go ahead. Tell me your question. So, yeah, so the first one I think would be uh, just kind of a, uh, the, uh, kind of a, maybe a general, I don't want to say too general, like a, like a birthday reading for the next six months, though. Like specifically that time period. Okay. Um, and 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 uh, the other one is uh, there's a cat in the neighborhood. I don't know who. I'm not sure who owns the cat, but I think I have an idea. And the cat started to come and visit me a lot lately. Mm-hmm. This cat is kind of a you know kind of a uh, I'm not, no tag or anything. Hard to know. I don't even know his name. Actually, I think it's a he. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But this cat is, come, you know, has started to come and hang out in my place a lot. But the cat also has fleas, so I'm going to be addressing that on my own. So you can pick. Do you want a, the birthday <laughs> general for six months or the cat who suddenly has decided that he likes camping out sometimes, sometimes, not all the time. At my the place. cat with the fleas. I like the, the six, I like the six month birthday uh, a reading if oh, that's okay I? with you. Okay. Well, well, does it help if I tell you I just bought a flea comb and I'm on my way home right now, so I can start uh, <laughs> uh, brushing that's the That's very cat. sweet it's of you to like take care of the cat that way. Yeah. All right. Let me. Let yeah. me. Let's see. We're talking March, April, May, June, July, August, September. Okay. August. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yes. We can, you can pick so, which one you like. Yeah, I'm. That's what I'm feeling guided to do. Um, okay. The cat, the cat is a non-entity in terms of um, stuff right now for you. So I'm gonna just. Okay. Um, yeah, let me just see what I can bring in for you for that. Um, <clears throat> okay. I want to. I want to say to you, Allison, that the next six months, based on how it feels to me is um, it's an easier six months. Um, this is a time where self-healing is, the opportunities for self-healing are quite available to you. And, 
And I want to say that there are some physical issues that you have had some challenges with um, that would be really worthy of you addressing on a conscious and holistic level, okay? And so what that means to me is that you look at your nutrition, look at your food sensitivities, look at um, the, the more simplistic ways of shifting your lifestyle to help you with these physical symptoms rather than um, medications or anything like that um, or, or even the need for diagnostic studies. It feels very much like a lot of the symptoms that you've been experiencing are very much connected to the foods that you eat and, and to the emotions that you experience. And so finding ways to do emotional clearing, whether it's with Ho'oponopono, whether you join us for the new moon clearing, any of these tools, and there are many others that you can consider using would be helpful for that. I want to say that the summer is going to be hot, but it's going to be a very... Um, slow-moving time. You know how when you think of uh, um, tropical summers, you know, that it's good to take a siesta, you know, because it's so hot? Yeah. But I want to say to you that you'll find your balance with it, right? And balance is a key for you. There is a need for you to be very consciously choosing what will bring you the most balance in the most loving way. And, and that is a big part of what this next cycle around the sun is for you. It is about finding yeah. your balance in all ways, in your relationship with yourself, in your relationship with your body, in your relationship with your emotions, your thoughts with others, your life experiences, everything is included in that. Nothing is not included in that. And I want to say that August, it feels like there's something new coming in for you in August. I want to say mid-August through the beginning of September, somewhere around that. September is going to be a really interesting month for you. Um, I don't know why. I can only say something. Whatever this new newness is that's coming in in August, It continues through September, and you're going to enjoy this newness, whatever it is. Whether it's a new relationship or something new in your life, you're you're going to really enjoy it. And so I invite you, do the work now that is all about putting into play, shall we say, all of the, the tools that you need to find your balance on as many levels as you can, and all of the months that follow are going to be much easier for you because you being out of balance is what creates a lot of your challenges, which is true for us all, but right now we're talking about you. Okay? Okay. So I'd like to give you a little bit of input on, on, on this without going into, you know, anything too personal here. Um, as you know from, uh, as I think you remember anyway, um, 
I'm still waiting for the landlord to and I to have our negotiations to determine whether or not I can stay where I live or if I'm going to have to move. That's okay. coming up real soon. Okay. That's coming up very soon, and that's going to dictate a lot of things. Now, mm-hmm. the big thing, and, and this is the best-case scenario, which, of course, is to be determined because their decision is impacting my life in a really major sure. way. Sure. Uh, um, but best case scenario is as, if they agree, if we agree to a middle ground rent, mm-hmm. then my next six months become all about replacing a major joint in my body. There will be nothing other than a major, major surgery, hospitalization, mm-hmm. and then recovery, which will take a long, long time. Okay. Because it's a major joint. And I hope to get that done. Mm, well, you know, Florida summers are really brutal, but I'm hoping to get it done by, I keep thinking July. I don't know why I keep feeling July. I keep feeling July. This is going to be my... I feel like my kind of my my I don't know sweet spot, sweet spot, and uh-huh. um, and it's going to require not only major recovery but also help to uh, help meaning I'm gonna have to hire somebody because I live alone uh-huh. and such a major surgery that I have to hire somebody to assist me on mm-hmm. really simple tasks. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm already really uh, attuned to balance to my body. I don't do medications. I'm very holistic-minded. But this surgery that I'm hoping to have in the next mm-hmm. few months is a life changer for me. I hear that. I've never been, never been bedridden. I mean, I've been bedridden, but temporarily. I've never had a joint removed from my body and a new one mm-hmm. put in. Mm-hmm. So it's really scary. I hear that. I hear that. Keep doing everything that you're doing. It does not feel like it's going to be anything but successful. I'm I'm now remembering, Allison, thank you. And if I remember correctly, both Uh Rosemary and myself have felt that this this negotiation is going to go well. Right, and we're praying, you know, for you that it does. But (laughs) you know, it really does feel like the next six months are a lot easier than you think it's going to be. And I that's that's yeah. Thank you. Okay. All right, Allison. I'm going to take one more caller, and then I'm going to call it a night. So thank you so much. Happy happy early birthday. (laughs) It's on Wednesday. I just marked. I hope that you have a wonderful day. Make it special. Thank you. And may it be the beginning of a wonderful, wonderful year for you. Okay? I hope so. Thank you. All right, Allison. Thanks so much for calling in, honey. Blessings. You bet. Talk to you later. All right, honey. Okay, bye-bye. Blessings. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. 
Okay, we're going to take one more caller, and then we are going to call it a night. So um, this is a caller from area code 504. Good evening. Hi. Can you share with us your first name and where you're calling from? Gabby from Louisiana. Hi, Gabby. How are you? Good. I, uh, I'm i okay. I um, I had a question. Okay. Um, I kind of went through something crazy at work um, where I guess I was misunderstood or somebody used something like, you know, some some things I set out of context to manipulate a situation. And Mm -hmm. um, so I don't, I'm not there anymore. Um, And um, I I am, I'm a little lost Mm. as far as knowing where to go. And um, I'm middle-aged, you know, and I always am able to reinvent myself. But right now, I just, I wake up like some mornings and I'm mad about what happened. Mm-hmm. And okay. so I feel like a fish flapping out of water, if that makes sense. Well, of course it does. Of course it does. And um, I, I trust and know, Gabby, that whenever, even if it's a, a, a joyful experience or a challenging experience like this, the experience is for us, right? You've attracted this for some reason on some level of consciousness. And whether it was a desire to leave the job unconsciously or that was the message you were putting out into the universe, even though you didn't know where you were going, when you have time to... true. Well, when you have time to sit and reflect on it, right? <laughs> we we well, tend yeah. to put... But, well, we do tend to put those messages out there, unfortunately, and the universe is always listening, right? So mm-hmm. it's okay. You're going to be fine. You are fine. This is, this is a perfect time for you to have this happen. You needed to not be there. And, and so, I agree. Okay. I just so, thought I would bounce better. Bounce a little okay. better. So invariably, tell me if this feels right to you, invariably when we don't bounce back from something, it's because we're staying attached to it. And if we are attached to it, that means we are in judgment of it. Mm-hmm. And, and the anger, Gabby, is fear being ex- Breast. Mm. Think about that. And, and as you consider it, if it speaks to you, the thing you want to really address is the fear, right? And is okay. it the fear of not knowing how to reinvent? Is it the fear of not knowing what your next step is? And if yeah. those are both valid, the truth is, you will know your next step. Trust me, you will know your next step as soon as it's revealed to you. The minute you let go of being in judgment of the way that it looks, the way that it happened, 
the minute you give up the need to be in judgment of anything about it is the minute your Uh next step is going to be revealed to you. Yeah. All right. But it's Uh really challenging to connect in with our inner wisdom when we are in extreme emotions. True. So I I just don't like the way the lady handled it. She was demeaning. I hear screaming. I hear you. Do you want to go in and resolve it? Yeah, I guess. If it'll get rid of it. What's the point? Do you want to work there? I want her to be kind of reprimanded for bad behavior, if that makes sense. You want justice. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Thank you, because she did some things that were not really cool, you know? Okay. That were not nice. So keep in mind. Whatever you're going to do about that situation is where your energy is going to be directed. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm saying just keep in mind, if you want to focus on moving forward, then you've got to let go of that. Yeah, I wrote a a letter that would get her in trouble, and I I did not send it. Okay, So, so you have to decide you're not a child. You, you can sit and be with this and decide what's your most loving choice, right? And when you decide what your most loving choice is, do that. If you are a teacher to this person, then be a teacher, if you have really yeah. nothing to do with this person, that her behavior was simply the impetus to get you out the door so that you can step into whatever's next for you, then ultimately you can turn around and say thank you. Mm-hmm. But how you handle it, that's up to you. I can't tell you what the right thing to do is or the wrong thing to do is. You can feel into your choices and decide which one feels right to you. Well, I let it go, and then it bothered me, so that's why I drafted the letter. Like, Mm -hmm. just to be heard and to get some kind of justice, that's why I drafted it, because I figured... I did let it go, but it would like just come back. It would just come back. Well, that doesn't, that, that, then you haven't, and that's okay. It's, it's an issue that's unresolved in this moment. And until it's resolved, it's going to keep popping up. That's what emotions do. But what if it is to stand up for yourself? Well, because I let people walk on me. Okay. So is this where you're drawing your line in the sand? And saying, okay, this time I'm not going to do it. I'm going to really stand up to her. Exactly. If that's what you feel like you need to do, then you will decide to do that. But keep in mind who this person is, her behaviors, her words do not define you. Your words, your feelings your beliefs about you do. And so if you feel that you are the teacher here, 
And only if you, when you get quiet, you get a yes to that question, do I invite you to even consider addressing it in any way. Because the question, Gabby, is to what end? What is the purpose? Just, just right. justice, like you said. And, and to what end? Are you expecting um, a severance pay? Are you expecting an apology? Are you expecting that would be an, nice. you know, a, a session where you get to come back and defend yourself and, and get your job back? These I know it's never going to be the same. It's, it's never going to be the same. Even if I go back, it's going to be awkward. These are the thoughts that you want to consider before you take action. And I do honor you that you wrote the letter to express yourself, to pay attention to your words, to be able to get them out and not send it until you feel absolutely sure that that's purposeful. Because sometimes it's I not purposeful. Too. Pardon? Because she, I taped it because she, the meeting she had with me because she was screaming um, and that is something that I sat on because I just wanted somebody to know how it was screamed at, and mm-hmm. you know, above her. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm hearing you. And again, if you feel that there is a productive outcome for you, to bring this to a senior person's attention, you can choose to do that. I'm not sure. I know that the senior person is new and he came to clean up the place. And he said it was, he told me, he said it was one of the worst places he's been. And Mm -hmm. so I don't know if I went there just for this purpose because it seems like my energy does that. Your it, energy does some what? Kind of, it's like a mirror, and it shows people um, where things could change, I guess, is what I'll put. Okay. I'm, I'm hearing you, but is that for you or for someone else? You know, being a visionary and being able to see where in an organization um, – there, there can be, by choices made, a positive change, right? Uh-huh. That's something that is an amazing gift, right? Whether that's your role or not in an organization is another story. But no matter where you are, that's a gift of, of vision that brings perspective uh-huh. that you take with you wherever you go. It's a really lovely gift, Gabby. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. It hasn't been an easy one. It has not. No, it's not. It's not. You know, my father used to be called the Hatchet Man. (laughs) He He, would be hired. Yeah, he. Yeah, that's the guy. He would be hired to clean house. Yeah, I understand that role, right? But 
But right. having someone that's part of a team that has that that gift of vision makes the team more productive if the team is open to that. So when when Correct. you look at where your next steps are, remember that that's a gift that you bring to the table and where would you like to express that gift to benefit the people that you are working with or for? Something to think mm. about. Okay. Okay, so okay. it doesn't doesn't matter how old you are. You've had this gift since you were born. This is this is one of your amazing gifts. Yeah, they they love me when I'm gone. While I'm there, I'm a thorn. But then after, it, like this has been like a month. The people that I didn't think really cared, you know, have been texting me, "We miss you." And the people that you thought would didn't, and it was weird because the people that texted me were in the more difficult area of the job, mm-hmm. which I would go very sparingly because it w- the energy was so heavy. Mm-hmm. And those were the ones that kind of reached out, which was, I was like, wow, okay, that was a bit shocking. Take some time as the dust is settling to be in those experiences and see what the benefits were that you brought to the table. And when you get some clarity on that, which I think is going to come to you fairly quickly since this conversation we're having, I would really invite you update your resume and look for positions that speak to your, your, your strengths, your gifts. Okay. 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 Because you have a lot to offer and, and I think you're, you're not tapping in to that gift as a means of opening up a door for yourself. Okay? It's scary, yeah. Yeah, of course it is. Most new things are, you know, unless you're somebody that loves new and adventure, right? Um, not a lot of people, or not, not everybody does. I shouldn't say not a lot of people. Not everybody does. But be aware uh-huh. of the feeling. The feeling's just helping you navigate it. That's all. That's okay. all our feelings do. They help us to know where we are in it so that we know that we've got a choice to make. And then if we make that choice from our heart, what's my most loving choice? Then that choice is going to be in alignment with our soul's purpose for being here. And another thing you might want to take a look at, Gabby, that I think might help you, and and that, are you familiar with Dan Millman's book? Um, here, I have it right here. Hold on. I can never remember the name of it. <clears throat> I the I have it. I know which one you're talking about. The life you were born to live. Yeah. Um, you can actually access if you don't have the book itself, the LifePurposeApp.com. It's not an, okay. a phone app anymore. That that app is no longer. I don't think it's functioning anymore. But you can get limited information by going to LifePurposeApp.com. It's actually okay. there's a 20% savings on it. If if you want to buy it, let me know. I'll you know reach out to me through my website. I'll send you a 20% discount for it. It's like okay. 11 bucks, I think, with the discount. What I like okay. about the information is that not only does it tell you what your life path and life purpose numbers are, it tells you what the gifts were that you were born in. To this realm based on your date of birth, 
but also what the challenges were that you intentionally came in with to overcome. And that might bring you some perspective to not only the situation that you just experienced with this last job, but I want to say this is more likely than not a repeating pattern of experiences. It is. It is. And that might help you. Yeah, Gabby, it might help you to gain some insight into it, which also might help you you let go of this last one. Okay? Yeah, I really want to. Thank you, Eileen. You are so worthy and welcome. Have a good rest of your evening, Gabby, okay? You too. Thank you. you. Blessings. All right. Okay. Well, thank you so much for our callers tonight. It's such a interesting conversation for me. I'm very grateful for all the questions and feedback. Um, What a lovely joy. All right. And don't forget the new moon clearing for this month is this Tuesday at 12 p.m. Eastern time. If you have registered previously, there is nothing you need to do. You'll get a reminder email the morning of. And even if you can't attend live, you always have access to the replay until the day of the new moon, which this month, I believe, is the 21st. So we've got a real potent new moon on the spring equinox. This is always an interesting time energetically. And I think what we'll do is I may see if Rosemary is available to pop in before that new moon and share her insights as to what's going on and see if she's available to share some time with us here on the show and talk about that. All right. So let's go ahead and complete our time together with a very rapid conscious heart connection. We'll do just a minute or so. And just take a moment, uncross ankles and knees, relax your abdominal muscles, and just breathe. Imagining your breath going into your heart center and out of your heart center. And just feeling what that feels like for you as you connect in with that beautiful part of who you are, that place where love emanates from and where we receive love into. It is the most divine place Because it is through this portal, through this doorway of our heart center, that we can effortlessly connect to the love that we are, to the love of our creator, to our soul essence, and the wisdom that flows from it. And every time we breathe into and out of our heart centers, we are connecting with that divine frequency of love which elevates us always and can be very healing no matter what the issue might be. Several breaths into and out of the heart center can shift us easily from one mindset that's troubled to one that is at peace. 
So I invite you to breathe into that beautiful heart center of yours as often as you can remember. And if you're troubled with something, add the Ho'oponopono as you breathe into your heart and just simply say, whatever is troubling me, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Divine Creator, for transmuting all of what is the cause for the problem. I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I promise you it will help. So simple and yet so powerful and so portable. Wherever you go, there you are. And your heart center and all the love that you are goes with you. Take one more nice breath. All righty. Thank you, everybody, for joining me tonight. I am Eileen, the Heart Healer. It is my pleasure to share this time with you every Sunday night at 7 o'clock Eastern Time. And if you'd like to share some private time with me, you can always schedule session time through my website. Send me an email, text me, WhatsApp me. I would love to chat with you. All right. Have a wonderful rest of your night. Have a wonderful week. And know that you are always surrounded by so much love. Blessings, everybody, and good night. Plan now to tune in to the Heart Healer Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night for Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Eileen brings her passion for guiding and supporting you toward a loving relationship with yourself and will offer insights and heart-centered wisdom to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. From vibrant health to financial abundance to joy-filled service, your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb, Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network.